Hey folks, welcome into Pro Football Ireland, presented by ADD Sport, the official bet sponsor of the NFL in Ireland and the UK. Michael McQuaid and Michaela Fagan getting close to the NFL season. We've got the college game coming up this weekend. You can check out loads of different content, including interviews with Marcus Freeman and Coach Newbury from Navy as well on our YouTube channel. Just search Pro Football Ireland. Enough of me rambling on. Michaela, how are you getting on? Good. And come heading to the college game on the 26th um, with one person who knows the NFL very well and two people who don't have a clue what's going on. Is that not like really good crack though because you're obviously the expert and you can be like this is what a, this is what third and 24 means and like here, hold on right Alec, we'll, we'll, we'll not go too much into the college game here but from looking at the last like 50 years of this I haven't got the exact years in my head right now but Navy last won that game in 2016 but in like outside of 2009-2010 Notre Dame has won so many of them but like the last time they played there was two points in it I'd love to see a game like that at the weekend because we got that last year with the Northwest Nebraska game yeah I was at the game last year as well and that was it was so fun and it was it didn't expect them to have the marching bands and stuff like that and obviously the Aviva's Wi-Fi went and everyone got free drink and food so hopefully that happens again but yeah, it'd be fun to have a tight game, but I'd say probably Notre Dame are going to blow them out of the war. We'll see. We'll see. I was impressed with uh, Navy when I was chatting with them. Doing too, much, too, doing too far too many Zoom interviews, folks. Check it out, Pro Football Ireland on the podcast. But there's also a week zero pregame on our YouTube channel this week. Do check it out. Uh, have you got the fear about this new season? Or is it just me? No, oh, sure. What kind of fear would you have? Fear that we're going to be busier, maybe, but um, no, I'm just kind of excited to kind of get back into it and, you know, have something to look forward to every Sunday, you know, so the, it, more like ignoring the fear of going to work on Monday morning by having been distracted um, on Sunday night watching football and most likely falling asleep to it. It does feel, though, like it only finished like last week and I, I i i know it hasn't but it just seems mm. like this off season has flown in maybe more than usual which is really really difficult you know, to say but it's weird you know i think that is and i think the whole summer is flown in because i'm not sure about yous up the north but i think our summer ended in in july easily like i'm not a major summer person i'm not a major sun person but july down here was just rain rain and i'm very happy about it because i love the rain I even had like a rain tattoo on my bicep. But <laughs> I think once now that the, there's no sun, I think people are just like, okay, it's it's on, it's fall. Because I literally have the house decorated with pumpkins. I'm just, I've moved past summer. It's it's autumn now. It's just time to get back into the season and Halloween and all that stuff. I would say like, yeah, we we definitely have similar weather. And that's as far it's as I'm going to say it's the exact same. It's, it's, it get the, the, the air doesn't change up past Emmyville, Monaghan. I'm joking because I know there's people from Monaghan listening to this podcast, but you're bang on. The summer's been rubbish, whatever. Like, I think that's why it's flew in. Anyway, we're not bar best for doing the weather, etc. Yeah, we're not weather people. We will plop on here. This is going to be the most controversial podcast that me and you have done because mm. we've already talked about this. And I remember getting my phone whenever you sent me one of your teams, and I was like, I'm not, you know, I, I don't have time to put a beep in to swear, but I was like, oh my God, no way. So I'm going to yeah, come on I and I say, I say, I say you're the exact same as me, but this is the thing. This is why this league is so good. Like we're, we're going to look at, I think we're going to do two teams each in this podcast that we don't believe will lead up to the hype. Um, 
I feel like the perfect way to start is honestly for you to tell me the one that we were we were almost arguing about on WhatsApp earlier on because I think that's the one, like that's the one that will be the title of this video because yeah, fans are So I think which show is not going to live up to the hype and why? Go for it. The New York Jets. They they had the hype last year. Everyone know I know Zach Wilson is not in not even close to Aaron Rodgers, but. Everyone was hyping him up last year. Everyone thought he was great because he was dating his mom's friend or something like that. And you could tell he was getting cocky and stuff like that. And I know it's completely different. I know Aaron Rodgers is a Hall of Fame quarterback and he's definitely, I think they're going to improve, but I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl. I think maybe they'll get to the playoffs. They'll get to, they'll get to probably the wild card game or they'll get to the divisional round at the most. They're not going past the divisional round. Do you think they'll win the AFCs? No, the Bills are going to win that. They'll come second, probably. Or like, but you don't know. Like, Tua was on fire last season. Like, he was nearly the MVP until he went down injured. So it's going to be tight with them in Miami. But I think all this kind of hype, like, their their offense is obviously, like, amazing. They, like, they brought in Rodgers. They're about to bring in Dalvin Cook. They have some great receivers. They brought in receivers that Aaron Rodgers knows. But I don't think bringing in a lot of talent is a surefire way of of a team making it far like look at the Broncos and Russell Wilson they brought in Russell Wilson get up a lot to get him he's a Hall of Fame quarterback and he was just bad it, it, you know it, it really just depends I think on the coaching on the adjustments you know I, I do think they're gonna improve from last year like they they couldn't not but I think people being like oh yeah I have people saying they're gonna win the Super Bowl they're gonna win this and they're gonna win that and I'm kind of like if the no, I, I know that the Jets are much better than the Broncos team that have Russell Wilson. They just have more talent. But, you know, it's kind of like that doesn't make them a surefire. You know, it's, it's the Broncos adding the missing piece that they've been missing for so long. And you know, while well, you're a Broncos fan, they were always just missing the quarterback. It was just a quarterback. They went through a lot of them. They got their guy. They probably ended up worse than they were. And I think what Aaron Rodgers is when Aaron Rodgers doesn't, doesn't kind of what's the word like when things don't go the plan he throws stuff out of the pram he's just he's a bit of a drama queen I don't like it I think he's expecting to go probably all the way with the Jets but I'm kind of like if you couldn't do that with the Packers what makes you think you're going to do it with the Jets the Jets and the Browns are very similar and kind of like they always seem to mess up and I just don't see it them doing it in their first season anyway I guess history history will relate to what you said there the Jets haven't been relevant for I mean I was minus 25 minus 30 years of age the last time they were relevant with Broadway Joe and that and that that's wrong in my sense they, they had Brett Favre come in they, they've had moments where they there, reached there's another their... example Brett Favre coming in they probably thought they were going to go a lot further than they did and they didn't well I think I think for a start so I think that is the realms of being in the big time again I, I think where Brett Favre was in his career to where Aaron Rodgers is is a, is a more maybe an, an, an interesting discussion for a different podcast I was sitting at the start of July thinking and it's something that we haven't like we've we've avoided doing a season preview podcast or giving Super Bowl picks I, I think it's still too early for that even at the end of August I think it would be naive to do that but certainly I, I think when push comes to shove in in mid to late January I, I think I think the Jets will be if they don't win the AFCs, they'll be one or two games off. And I, I think that because when I first seen them or looked at the team post-draft early July, it was very much boomer bust for me. 
And then you start seeing what goes on in training camp. You start listening to Robert Sala, but more so the biggest word here is momentum. All they needed was that jigsaw piece to come in in Aaron Rodgers. Yes, you mentioned Russell Wilson there. I think two years ago, if Russell Wilson came into Denver, they're a completely different team. If Wilson actually maintains his play level, the Broncos missed some guys last year in different positions, especially on the defense, and also had a plethora of injuries in their training camp, which, look, completely derailed their season. And I think it would have been different a bit two to, to 2.5 years ago when I think they should have looked at the quarterback then. That being said, I think it is the equivalent in a year where the Super Bowl that the Jets have come in with Rodgers. They're going to go to Vegas. They're going to put all their chips in. The fact that Brees Hall could be the second tier running back for this team when you've got Gar Wilson, when you've got Alan Lazard, when you've got Corey Davis, when you've got McCall Arbor, Randall Cobb in the offense as well, and you've got Sauce in the defense. Momentum is huge in this league, and they respect Rodgers. Frankly, from watching the first couple of episodes of, of Hard Knocks, Rodgers looks like a new man completely. And like this from seeing him up close in London last year for the Packers, he looks so much more healthier. He looks so much more refreshed. Of course, the whole thing could go to brick completely. It's in New York media. They could go in week one against the Bills and lose that. But certainly, if they win week one against the Bills in Monday Night Football, I think the mantra completely changes. You've got a division where we don't know what's going to happen with the Patriots. I don't think there's any hype there at all at the minute. Unfortunately for Patriots fans, and we, we appreciate listening to this podcast, um, the Dolphins are the biggest question mark. But certainly for me, Michaela, at the minute, and it's not something I would have said two months ago, as of right now, I could see Aaron Rodgers winning the Super Bowl and retiring at the end of the year. And I think that I think that could happen. We're, we're, we're all going to be in Vegas. And I think it would be a fitting end to a career which deserves another ring. If you look at some of the quarterbacks that have got two rings in this league, Eli Manning has got two rings. And Aaron Rodgers, over the last 10 to 12 to 13 to 14 years, has been consistent in terms of his yardage, touchdowns, he controlled that franchise in Green Bay for so long. And I feel like he is the missing piece of this puzzle. And I, I think I think the Jets will be at least at least in the divisional round, if not in the championship game slash Super Bowl. I think it's it's destined. It feels like the feeling I had as a fan when the Broncos got to the Super Bowl in 2016. I, I had that whole feeling all year, the momentum feeling. It feels like early January to late January in the COVID year when Brady took the Bucks in his first year as a 40-year-old man, everyone doubting him. Anything can happen. I think the NFL would love to see it happen, personally. Um, I'm certainly not going to write them off, but who knows? Who knows? No, I, I just have to completely disagree with you. Like, if it, It's kind of like, Rodgers is 39. He doesn't have. He, there's no way he can go as long as Brady did, and you could argue Brady definitely did more and got more rings with just as much talent at the wide receiver position than Aaron Rodgers did. Brady didn't. the The best receiver Brady probably ever had was Moss. Now I know he had Julia, like he had Edelman, and he had Gronk, obviously, and stuff like that. But there was always kind of discussions around the Patriots and that they never really had a wide receiver that was like kind of amazing in the Randy Moss kind of stature and Tom Brady deserved someone like that. And, well, he he done a lot with the, the players he had. He did have some great players. Aaron Rodgers had some great players. He had Devontae Adams. He had one of the best wide receivers in the league. Probably, you know, definitely better than Julian Edelman. 
of course, you'd rather have him on your team, even though I love Edelman. Edelman was a consistent, great winner, won an, won an MVP in the Super Bowl. But I'm just kind of comparing the two because they're, they're similar age. There's only five or six years between them. If Brady can win seven rings, and then you look at Aaron Rodgers, who had Devontae Adams, he always has a, he always has a good O-line. He has one ring. Like that's what I'm saying. Like it's it's different from Brady going to the books because you know, like a, like you there was an underdog kind of story there. You're like, what is he going to do with the books? Rogers, on the other hand, you know, I think everyone's hyping him up too much. And one other one other thing I'll say is you're saying about the stats being consistent and stuff like that. It doesn't matter. That doesn't win the Super Bowl. Lamar Jackson was an MVP. He can't get past the divisional round. You, like you can look up. Kirk Cousins has good stats, but you can't get past. The one I don't even remember what his last playoff um lost the Jags last year. Yeah, so it's kind of like yeah, they can have these great stats. Don't get me wrong, Aaron Rodgers is like a top five quarterback. But to be honest, I don't really care about stats because if they can't get into the playoffs, can't go further in the visual round, then I don't care about your stats. I don't care about your MVPs. Lamar Jackson is the same. If he can't get them past into an AFC championship, then. We look. We, we we will revisit this at some point. I mean, the, the league is obviously going to be a lesser place without Brady this year. I'd said I would say about Brady, Brady like clutch Brady. He flew for more yards than Aaron Rodgers. He he lost less games, won more big games. Obviously, won more rings. I think in terms of accuracy and on the offense, Rodgers has. I need to double check this, but I think he's got less interceptions. He has statistically oh, he more does. accuracy, but they're 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 too. They're two different quarterbacks, but they're two quarterbacks where I just feel from watching Rodgers and just from, you know, I watched his press conference the other day, live. It's just, there's something there. I don't know what it is. And time, look, time will tell. We haven't even really mentioned Dalvin Cook there, who came in last week. That's huge. And that is Brady-esque where Rodgers went, I'm going to forfeit $35 million of my salary here, build around me, let's win an effing ring. That's what it is. So I can I, I think it it's within the complete realms of realism. It's also within the complete realms of realism. And to be fair, it's com- in the complete realms of realism that they could completely choke. Any team could choke. You could have injuries and it could be one thing. And that goes into the second team, like in terms of, you know, potentially choking. We, we talked all off season about different quarterbacks and about different players. And we talked about a man that had his mum, his mummy as his agent in Lamar Jackson. And he finally this year, got what he wanted over the last two to three years the Baltimore Ravens offense has been productive but like we're talking there about Aaron Rodgers and we're talking about not winning enough games or getting to the getting to the big dance or the 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 devs or whatever you call it down there it's a formal up here um didn't notice the difference until last week but Lamar Jackson has been unable to finish the last two seasons because of injuries the Ravens missed the playoff in 2021. They went out very, very quickly last year. There was a lot of talk about why he was not playing in that at the end of last season. I think his health is very, very important. What's his what's the protection in Baltimore going to be like? That is a difficult, difficult division. If you expect a Joe Burrow that's healthy, which I think we all want Joe Burrow to be healthy. Of course, you don't want anybody to be injured. But if you have Joe Burrow going to that next level, there's there's a lot of talk, and I know I'm biased, but there is a lot of talk around Kenny Pickett and the offense in Pittsburgh. It's looked good so far in the offseason, and it remains to be seen. I'm sure we'll talk about the Browns in a bit, but let's see what happens with Deshaun Watson. Outside of the Browns, the Ravens have to go up against a difficult schedule. 
They bring in Odell Beckham Jr., who has not played in over a year. I was at his last game in LA for the Super Bowl. He was carted off or whatever, a quarter in. He has not played a down since. He should have played, in my opinion, last year. I'm glad he didn't uh, because it would have been lazy to come in in January and try to win a ring again after not playing. You bring in Zay Flowers, just question marks there. But he's going to be a great talent. There's, there's no point in saying that. I guess for me, when you look at that and when you look at the receiving overhaul that this team has got and you look at injury issues, Ronnie Staley's always injured. Coach Harbour's got a lot of question marks there. And this is the team that consider themselves to be one of the premier teams in this league. I would be concerned that Lamar Jackson, people are talking about Tua, Lamar Jackson could be injury prone. Do they have enough on the offense? Can Mark Andrews continue to really produce what he's been doing over the last few years? I, I think the Ravens could genuinely not live up to the hype in the AFC North. And for me, we've said this in different podcasts. I'm not sure what said it with you, so it's a fair enough idea to say it now, but just for people listening, the everyone's talking about the NFC, uh, sorry, the AFC East. The AFC North for me is as interesting. I can't pick it outside of Cincinnati, even if Cincinnati don't perform as well as everyone thinks they do. It's so up in the air. I think the Ravens are being robust, and everyone said they were going to be boom last year, and look what happens. So I'm, I'm going to be as controversial here and say I think the Ravens in a stacked AFC, I think the Ravens missed the playoffs. That's interesting. Um I don't think they'll miss the playoffs. I think they'll go out early in it again, maybe wildcard round. Um, I do agree. I do think they're overhyped. When I was looking at the rankings today from a lot of different websites, they were in the top six at the least. Um, I wouldn't call them a top six team. I think they're kind of like on the cusp of being great, is in kind of like the Chargers. You know, the Chargers kind of stuttered last year. The Ravens stuttered last year. And it's kind of like, why are these teams with these great quarterbacks and these great offensive... Well, you know, there's always been a lot of debate about Lamar's offensive weapons. Um, but why are these teams like... Nah, I think you had the Chargers winning the Super Bowl last year. So it's kind of in the beginning anyway. But yeah, I do agree. I I think I, and I, I was completely wrong with that. Like, you were completely wrong, but a, a lot of people were. Like, I think we, we have such high expectations for Justin Herbert. And he's, you, you know, he's a really good quarterback. So we're kind of like, well, we want the Chargers to do well. You know, he's a likable, charming guy. Um, But about going back to the Ravens, I think, you know, they brought in Odell. Like, you know, I, he's the, he's kind of like Rogers. He throws stuff out of the pram and he gets annoyed. You know, he got his dad to make a video about Baker Mayfield and put it on the internet. And that got him push that that got him released and then he got to choose whoever he wanted to go to he obviously chose the LA Rams he did contribute in the end so like he probably didn't deserve his ring but he's a bit of a diva so like I don't know if that's gonna you know work really well in in Baltimore I think they're gonna struggle a bit I think he's gonna get frustrated I think the only really reliable guy is gonna be Mark Andrews you know hope these A flowers is good but yeah it is kind of um, scary looking at um, Lamar Jackson because he's been injured you know a little bit recently and it's kind of like well his game is a running he's a running quarterback kind of like Jalen Hurts so you know that's going to have him prone to more injuries so like he's probably get an injury this season and they'll probably like scrape into the playoffs and then get knocked out but I def definitely don't think they're a top 5 or 6 team as other people are saying Coach Harbour is in contract to 2025 well respected around the league obviously and rightly so for what he's done so far in his career 
it's 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 a really interesting one because people will argue this and this well Ravens fans have got a good start to the season they play Houston they play Indianapolis and the Browns in the first four weeks they go to London and they play the Titans on the 15th of October where we'll be there please God and then they have a decent enough stretch of Arizona in October they've got the LA Rams in December but that last four games they've got the Jags the Niners the Dolphins and something like that Pittsburgh game is screaming out week 18 and I know you've got the divisional games week 18 for, for every uh, match up there for the, like just, just in the last week but it just seems like that division is too hard to, to call look Odell deserved his ring. I just feel that, mm. look, he could completely take us all out this year and perform really, really well. But it just seems like maybe he has reached that limit. The, the one thing I wanted to say, just in regards to what you said there in generally about the Chargers, mm. there seems to be a like a like a discourse around certain outlets that cover the NFL every year, and it's it's not a bad thing. But it seems like one person or one analyst will say one thing and everybody else follows. So, for example, this year it's like, um, oh, we expect the Vikings not to do well. And why is that? You know, mm. yes, they've grown to Dalvin Cook. They still have some really key elements there in, in an offense, which is in a division where people aren't like, uh, what's going to happen with the Lions, you know? According to the players, they have the second best player in the whole league and Justin Jefferson. And, like, Kirk Cousins is playing for a contract. It's... It, there, there just seems to be a discourse based on statistical data from a season that's already been and gone. And it's like, sometimes it's like, well, like let's actually look past this. If you look at it in terms of, of statistical data over the last two to three years, the Ravens have not done well down the stretch. I feel that this year, they've got teams creeping up on them. And that, mm-hmm. that is the reality of it. The, the expectation of Pittsburgh is that they're going to do better. If they do better, the Ravens are going to be looking back on them. What's going to happen with the Bengals? The biggest question, the the biggest question mark for me is probably going to be the Browns, and, and I guess we'll talk about them in a bit. Who is your last team in terms of hype that you would like to talk about? I feel like they're always hyped every year. I don't know why. The Dallas Cowboys. It's just Dallas Cowboys fan. I'm saying this now, and you can quote me. If people have listened to this podcast for a long time, they'll know that I'm not a Dak Prescott fan. Not at all. If I was the Cowboys, I'd have him bound. I'd trade him. I'd get a new quarterback. They'd do so much better with a new quarterback. And I was looking at the rankings. Like I said, I looked at a load of different websites. Like the Ravens, they're in the top five, I think. No team that has Dak Prescott as the quarterback is going to be a top five team. He's two I don't years care. left in his contract, by the way, I think. Um, so two years. I this year don't care year. if if they have if they have Michael Parsons, one of the best defensive players in the league. I don't care if they have Trayvon Diggs. If the team does not have a quarterback that has proven that he can win in the playoffs, who's not injury prone like Dak, and I think he had the worst season of his career last year with too many interceptions to count, and people are calling them a top five team. It's just ridiculous. They're not a top five team with Dak Prescott. If they had Joe Burrow. If they had Josh Allen, maybe if they even have Kirk Cousins, they'd probably be a top five team. You know, Dak is not consistent. You know, they're, I don't think they, they have CeeDee Lamb as well. They, they got rid of Ezekiel Elliott and they have Tony Pollard, who's, I think, one of the best running backs in the league. He's definitely, you know, maybe, when I say top five now, maybe about definitely in the top 10, but I wouldn't rate him. He's, he's definitely top 10. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Like maybe six or seven, but I would not rate that team because of that. Crest got a quarterback. They need a new quarterback. I think you know they've they've lost Callum Moore, the the offensive coordinator. I I think that was a mistake. I think 
when you've got such a short season, sometimes it's very, very difficult to perform to a level that you want to be in at, at that highest level. You know, Prescott's coming off a year where he led the NFL in 14 or 15 as a fly was past me, interceptions um, in 12 games. That's not good enough. And I, 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 think, I think that's fair enough. He has shown in his career so far that he does have moments where he's a very, very good, serviceable, up there quarterback. But this is the biggest year for him in his career. There's no doubt about it. For me, it's winning this division or getting to the playoffs and continuing through, obviously, because the Eagles are a good team. Uh, I think I think it will be closer this year than last year. Um, I'm not ready to give up on Dak just yet. I really like this new guy they brought in at running back, son of the coach, if I'm correct. Uh, no, that's Juice, but you've also got Malik Davis as well, who's the RB2. Juice is looking great in the preseason, so it was the right time for for them to move on from Ezekiel Elliott. But when you've mm. got Michael Gallup, when you've got Brandon Cooks there, and when you look at that defense... CeeDee Lamb as well. CeeDee Lamb, absolutely. But you've got Trevon Diggs, and you've got Mika Parsons, who Baldy said to us a few weeks ago now that he, he expects Mika to win the defensive player of the year. I'm I'm not ready to give up on Dak just yet, and it's it, it would be a typical NFL quarterback player move where they have one year left in their deal after this year. It's a sixty to seventy million dollar cap hit pre. So if, if they have a bad season, it's going to cost them a fortune. Year. They, there's no point they they could maybe trade them. It's not realistic in the next twelve months. Can they find a way for this offense to work? I believe they've got as many um, targets there for Dak as possible. They're in a mm. a division, in my opinion. And a conference where the minimum expectation for them is to get to the divisional game again, and and they take it from there. You've obviously got the new OC in Schwarzenegger. I'm not going to pronounce his name, but there's there's an awful lot in the team this year. But it's been like this since I started watching the NFL. I was four or five years of age whenever the Dallas Cowboys won the Super Bowl. The same year Dublin beat Dublin robbed for only the All Ireland final. For anyone old enough listening to this, they robbed them, and it's been that long. But it just seems now. With any team in the league, if the Cowboys, and I, I love Cowboys football in January when it matters, I, I don't think you can be an NFL fan, unless you support like the Giants or the Eagles or the Commanders, I, I don't think you can be an NFL fan and not love watching that stadium, that crowd, that team, when it matters in in the postseason or towards the end of the season. Because that, that is when this team heats up, you know? Like, I, I love it. And I, and I think this year, I, I agree with you. I think, I think it's boomer bust. I, th- I think to get to the divisional round again, ish, can they take it from there? If they do, who knows what could happen? Vegas, Super Bowl, the two yeah. biggest, the two biggest for like the, the two biggest teams that have been starved of a Super Bowl run, the Cowboys, the Jets. Nobody's getting into that game. You're you're not going to get a ticket for that. No one's going to get into that. That's not going to happen. But even if one of them did, it would be a huge storyline because you're looking at teams like the Bills that have not gotten so long. I'd love, and it's going to happen at some point. The Cowboys are going to get to the big dance, and they're going to win it again at some point. The question is, will I be with Mike McCarthy? Will I be with Dak Prescott? Unlikely, but I do like the way that Jerry Jones, in the one year where he should have got rid of his head coach, finally went. Do you know what? I'm going to give him another chance. Fair play. I don't get me wrong. I do agree. I love the Cowboys Stadium. I love the Cowboys atmosphere. They called themselves America's team. They are a very important historical part of the NFL. I do like the team. I have two jerseys upstairs. I have CD Dam. I have Elliot. The only thing that does not 
have me liking that team is Dak Prescott. I think they deserve a better quarterback for the franchise that they are. They deserve a Joe Burrow. They deserve a Josh Allen. They deserve a Patrick Mahomes. Well, maybe they don't. I, wait, why am I saying this? I'm an Eagles fan. No, they don't deserve him. <laughs> but you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I think they deserve a better quarterback than they have in Dak. And I will say one last thing before we move on to your last your team. Dak Prescott is holding the Cowboys back. And look, time will tell from that. Absolutely. I mean, like there, there, there is a full argument for that, and I, I get what you're saying. Uh, and he will have to show this year, in my opinion, that that this is. I mean, I, I don't think he's there next year. I think they will trade him if mm. it does, or they'll, or they'll go into the draft if it doesn't work out. I think if I'm a team now in the NFC, I, I'm looking at Vegas. I think anybody in the NFC, if they get a run together, can go to the Super Bowl. Four years. That is how. Well, yeah. Like I, I'm, 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 We'll we'll look at this in the season preview episode. But yeah, you you're looking at the Niners. You're looking at the Eagles. Can the Eagles go back again? It's difficult in that conference in terms of where the Niners are, but they've got every chance. The Cowboys can make a run. They won what twelve games last year. Absolutely, they can make a run. But the question is, how do they get down the stretch? Do they win ten games and lose two and start getting ahead of each other? That's what that's the Cowboys that I'm used. To. I'm used to the Cowboys either losing five hundred or winning ten in a row and then breaking the bed. Uh, but I, I certainly think that the NFC is going to be. Extremely interesting to watch this year. Um, I'm going to go to the AFC for my last team. Do you want to guess who my last team is? Love for you to say the Chiefs. Now, who is it? I, I think the Bills. Like, we're talking about the the, the discourse around the league. and um, People talking about certain teams. A lot of people are very, very down on the Vikings. Well, a lot of people are very, very down. Not very down, but people are down on the Bills. You know, over the last 10 years or over the last, sorry, five to seven years, the Bills have come out of nowhere. When they got this guy from Wyoming called Josh Allen, a quarterback, folks, in case you're listening, everyone, that guy was really good. And there's so many teams that passed on him in the draft. It's not even funny. They have been so good. They have entertained the AFC in the last five years with some unbelievable matchups. And that Bills Chiefs game is one of the first games you now look at whenever you look at the schedule mm-hmm. release and you want to see it. I love watching the Bills play. They had a very, very difficult year last year with what happened on the field on Monday Night Football against the Bengals. But more so, and I think it's fair to say this, and I think Bills fans would agree with this, they were underwhelming big time in the playoffs. Like how they got to that stage and couldn't push on was very, very disappointing. They have made just one AFC Championship game appearance. And you, you could argue that it's a team that's getting older. It's a defense that is relying on people that are older. You know, Jordan Poyer, Mika Heider getting older. Von Miller is going to age 34. You could see a big drop off there. He had an SEL injury last year. Just a tear. Just a tear. And you've had players like Jadavius White. He had a serious injury. He was, I think he's missed the guts of a season where the game's over two years. And you lose Edmonds in free agency. Like that is there are many question points there for me personally. I, mm-hmm. I I think, you know, there there are a lot of question marks there. Also, you know, we, we've, we've talked for years about Buffalo. Do they have a sufficient run game? Is James, mm-hmm. Damian Harris, Latavius Murray enough to take them to Arrowhead? Let, let's be clear. Like that's most likely where we're going at the minute until we see something different on the field. Can they go to Arrowhead in January in a playoff game and win? Mm. And I, I, I think where they are now and after being blessed and baptized and brainwashed by Patrick Mahomes on that Netflix documentary, 
there's no way in hell they're going to Arrowhead right now. Man. So what's going to change? Mm. And that that's the big that that's the big one for me. Can you rely on age? Is the question. I think Michaela. I think they drop off a wee bit. I still think they're like Jesus. Josh Allen's a hell of a player. They're a hell of a team. Mm. I think that AFC East with those two teams and potentially Miami. I think we're going to week seventeen, week eighteen, and the Bills are going to get a rest this year. And I think the Jets could be looking at them towards the end of the season. I'll just check while I'm talking right now. When did the Jets and the Bills play each other at the end of the year? Is it on week eighteen? It's not. It's not. It's in November. So they play they play the Patriots week eighteen. But I think come week eighteen, it's it's gonna be all to play for in that division. Which is mm-hmm. great for the fan, like in terms of a neutral fan. And I feel that this could be the year that Miami or the Jets pip them. But they still make the playoffs. Yeah. I do think so don't get me wrong, I do think the Bills belong in the top five. I think the teams are the Chiefs maybe the Eagles and then the Bengals they're my top three um, I do think you're I don't think you're right in saying they're overrated I think they deserve to be top five top three I know they're not my top three but I think if someone put them there I'd be like that's fair enough you know they've always been consistent consistently getting to the playoffs consistently winning that division I do think they're gonna drop off a little bit I think you know the fact that they can't get past that championship game, I think that's going to play in their mind a little bit. I think the fact that they should be getting to the Super Bowl or should be kind of, they should, you know, it's a higher division, it is, but they should definitely have gotten to one Super Bowl by now with Josh Allen and I think that's going to play on their mind a little bit. I think that's going to affect their confidence. But I think it's better to be an underdog. You know, I think it's better for ha- to have the expectations lowered. I do think the Bills are going to drop down maybe an octave this year. That's not always a bad thing. They, you know, the pressures wouldn't be on them. The pressure's going to be on Burrow and it's going to be on Mahomes if they drop off a little bit. And, you know, that might kind of, you know, if they just kind of not squeak through, but if they just kind of decently get to the playoffs and then, you know, people are like, oh, they're not going to get far. You know, you know, like, they haven't played that well this season and then they can go and go to the championship game and people will be surprised and then they'll have the confidence to be like no one believes in us so kind of it's that what do we have to lose mentality I think at the moment the Bills are so highly rated that they're scared you know they're scared of kind of letting people down they're scared of not living to the hype and I think that does play on a lot of players minds you know I it doesn't play on players like Tom Brady it doesn't play on players like um it doesn't seem to affect Joe Burrow and stuff like that but I just think because, you know, the Bills have been to how many Super Bowls in a row? Like four. They've never won one. It's just kind of like that's engraved in them. It's kind of like, you know, there's so much expectation on our shoulders and we just can't do it. Why can't we do it? Um, so I do think they're going to drop down a bit. I still think they're worth the hype of a top five team. Um, but, you know, it, it's it's not a bad thing if they if they um, don't live up to people's expectations because people's expectations for them are probably sky high so even if they were just a little bit below that they're still going to be a playoff team I will say that Stefan Diggs needs to kind of chill out this season he seemed very annoyed at the end of the season like it's okay being annoyed but you know people were kind of questioning if he wanted to be in Buffalo and stuff like that he's obviously like a key player if they win the championship so I think he needs to kind of chill out and kind of that that just showed the frustration that they have that their frustration of how high people's expectations are for them that came out last year in Stefan Diggs so they kind of just need to take I know every team says it but they 
I don't believe that they do it. They don't take it one game at a time. They're always thinking of the Super Bowl. The Bills are always going to be expected and have pressure to get to a Super Bowl. So I think they just need to take one game at a time and just enjoy playing football. But um, I, do, I do think they're worth the hype. I, do, I like the Buffalo Bills. Okay. Okay. I, I agree. I, I agree. I think it's it's the beauty of the AFC East this year. Or sorry, it's the beauty of the AFC this year where there are, you know, teams are going to miss out. You know, mm. one of like one of the Jets with Rogers, the Dolphins with Tua, and that unbelievable defense we haven't even talked about in this podcast. And the Bills, one of those teams is most likely going to miss out in the playoffs. Never mind the fact that under that you've got Bill Belichick there. And the questions that go in, in my opinion, that me and Jeff talked about last week in different podcasts, the questions that go into Bill Belichick in his future if they don't make the playoffs again this year. This is going to be a season for the ages. Um, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. And I uh, appreciate, Michaela, us hopefully rattling a few fans up there on, on YouTube. Folks, if you if you enjoyed this, please, please do subscribe. Search on your podcast provider, Pro Football Ireland. And we'll, we'll be back very, very soon again. Michaela, I will chat to you soon.